tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed, and a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. And welcome to Tin Foil Hat. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. There we go. I'm Sam Tripoli. Joining me as always, my partner in crime, Xavier Guerrero. What's up? How are you? Uh, and on the ones and twos is uh, he's got a new name around these parts. <laughs> There's a new name in town, a new sheriff, and it's Johnny Nice. Everybody, Johnny Nice, Johnny Wooded. How are you? <laughs> hey, good. I, I'm, I'm I'm okay, Sam. How are you? Yeah, Johnny, you sent me a picture of your girlfriend. Johnny's doing pretty good. Everybody, he's real? pretty good. He's real, Sam. Uh, I I mean, it's only a still picture. I didn't actually see <laughs> them together, you want, but... You want to, like, like holding up today's newspaper with me in the picture? I like. I would like a video of you two hey, having sex. That's remember, basically videos, what I'm looking for. <laughs> videos can be fake now. That's true. Oh, yeah. Too. Johnny's using deep fakes to get away with this, this person stuff. person does not exist, yeah. <laughs> Johnny, uh, I, I, you know, everybody's been talking about our new podcast, Broken simulation. It's it's just burning up the airwaves. Everybody loves it. They talk about how great I am carrying the show, and you're there too. Uh, where can they find it? It's on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Sam Tripoli Comedy, and it's also on iTunes, Spotify, all that audio shit. You can listen to it. You can yeah. listen to me do some heavy lifting. It's probably uh, it's a great the show. Is the, it's a better experience on YouTube because we have a lot of visual stuff, but it's really it, it's it's fine on audio too. If you and Xavier, tell them about your podcast. Uh, what? How? How many chicks you've gotten pregnant on that show so um, far? Me none, but there's at least six baby mamas throughout the whole crew. But it's called George Press Stories. I produce it. It's crazy. It's about George. There's two strip strip club DJs, and they just fucking talk to shit, talk about strippers, and it gets a little crazy. Sounds like a Christian show to me. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> sounds like a Christian show to me. Okay. Uh, guys, we got some new bandanas for ya. you. You want to be healthy, but you want to look like an outlaw? Go to tinfoilhattshirts.com and grab your, uh, grab your, your bandana there. And, uh, yeah, we're still shipping shirts. It's a great way to support the show. By the way, I also want to tell you that the Patreon has been on fire uh, during these times. I, I mean, I ain't watching the news. I don't watch it at, at all. Not one time, but I like to know what's going on. So what I do is I get the best of the internet to come on and just every day uh, at 10 a.m. in the morning, I do a uh, daily dose, hit it and quit it, hang it and bang it. Okay, that's a 20-minute, 30-minute quick interview. Our guest has been on it multiple times on the big topic of the day. Every day is a new topic. And it's there. I usually do about six days a week, uh, $5 a month. It's a great way to support the show and take care of ghosts and ninja. Guys, uh, by the way, uh, life is wonderful. If you stop watching news, you won't know what's going on. And it's almost like, dude, you go outside, you're like, why is everybody dressed like bank robbers? I don't care. It's a wonderful time to be alive. And so if stop watching news, start tuning into full hat. Start watching these docs by these independent producers. And one of those guys is joining us. He is a regular on the show. Uh, we love him very much. He is known as, in my parts with my people, known as the Care Bear of Conspiracies because he's just <laughs> nothing but light. The man, the myth, the legend, John Paul Rice. How are you, John? Hey, Sam. Hey, Xavier. Hey, Johnny. Uh, Pleasure to see your beautiful faces. Well, John, you're loved by the masses, and uh, and I'm loved by the asses. Okay, so <laughs> but I want to talk to you. You put out uh, a no restrictions media put out a wonderful uh, doc that was kind of like scripted. It was a scripted doc. Can you tell us a little bit about that? You were on the show before promoting it. And I think it's it's important that people know about that project as well. Oh, okay, so you're talking about A Child's Voice? Yeah, A uh, Child's one, Voice. Yeah, so that was an independent film that we did, uh, Human Trafficking of Children. 
and it was a supernatural. We took, we took real life um, stories and combined them into a narrative adventure of a homeless heroin addicted teen who is reached out to by a young child who's been sacrificed, ritually sacrificed at the beginning of the movie. And through that interaction with that boy, he leads him on a journey to reach out and rescue this young, young woman who's been beaten up by her boyfriend who started kidnapping kids and selling them. Uh, when we made it, of course, and released it, a lot of people didn't know what we know today with Jeffrey Epstein and what many people are now learning uh, through Out of Shadows and Peter Wood 2020. Um, we've had a lot of time in between and a lot of connecting points and people are starting to wake up. Uh, our film has only really just begun spreading worldwide. We're now in 75 different countries on over 14 different streaming platforms, uh, pay-per-views, download streams, rentals, subscriptions. Uh, consciousness of the world is rising right now, little by little organically. And um, it's, it's really inspiring to see in some cases, obviously it comes with other mixed bag because we're talking about the hearts and minds of people and it's not evenly distributed, but I'm really proud of the work we did and the work that we're going to be doing, not only in promoting that film, but the next two films that we're going to do. Well, that, you know, it's wonderful. And what people don't, you know, a lot of times when we do this, we get a lot of flack from the non-believers that were attention seekers uh, some people think I got into this for the money, which is hilarious because it's like literally trying to get blood from a stone. It's, it's almost impossible. You have to, the amount of hustle you have to put out and it's against all odds because no matter how, how, how pure of heart you are, if you don't fall under what is deemed as acceptable entertainment, the, uh, technocrat lords will come and uh, pound on you but but i think john we've gotten to a point where we are so big now and we're so everywhere that it's almost impossible for them to stop the flow of information yeah we're we're at a point we're kind of reaching a tipping point of let me let me kind of put it in contra or sort of a, a trajectory. Four years ago, we had the disclosure that Hillary Clinton was using an illegal server uh, to send out confidential data, classified data. And of course, she obfuscated that fact and the FBI helped cover it up. Then we had the WikiLeaks emails and then the Podesta emails with Pizzagate. And it was the beginning of a time where people were on fire online talking about this. Of course, they were called fake news. They were called conspiracy theorists. And literally four years later in 2020, everybody has become a conspiracy theorist and a prepper. <laughs> you know? So um, what, I, what I see now that has happened is that tensions have been rising because two realities are becoming more self-evident than ever before, not just politically, but in terms of reality. We have hit the pause button on all of our distractions, our sports, our celebrity culture, our restaurant, all the things that we were social creatures integrated into, they have stopped, they have ceased to be, whether it be by bullshit or truth, or real things to protect us or to harm us, this time is being used by factions that are fighting each other. We're at war right now, not, not us, but there are factions within the government and a, and a bigger global war kind of going on behind the scenes away from us, thank God, um, because that would just only add to the panic and the stress that people are already feeling in their own lives, whether real or imagined. And what I see this heading towards is social unrest uh, that will be because part of it is because of the 24-7 fake news media, corporate media, legacy media that has been stroking fears in people 
Donald Trump was elected, and really before that as the precondition. But since he's been there, he is the figurehead of Hitler. He's a Nazi. He is, he is the uh, Antichrist incarnate, right, in some people's minds. And you can't change what people feel. You really can't. Um, most of these people going back to their childhood, whether they were abused as children, uh, they have been programmed. Whether they're abused as children or not, they've been programmed. All of us have been programmed. All of us. There is no one who's immune to this system. So all of us have, in some ways, through our parents, whether we love, you know, whether they were good to us or not, whether we love them or not, they were the people to raise us up in this system with merit to to go somewhere, to get somewhere from kindergarten to high school to college to graduate school. There has been a merit system based on all of that because of your accomplishments, your achievements. There's nothing to say that you are doing anything wrong until after grinding this out for an amount of time, it doesn't fulfill its promise. Yep. Yep. I mean, like you see that all the time. I think there's people that this whole thing is, as just check their reality, uh, yeah. that they're what the, the programming that went on with people, you know, uh, just, it just didn't work out. I mean, I, I saw a Nikki Glaser thing. It's like, Oh man, feminism told me this, this, and this. And now because of this quarantine, I can't offer cooking, cleaning and blah, blah, blah to my, uh, my quarantine mate. It's like a very interesting, and that's not just one. I mean, it's across the board. Mm -hmm. I've learned very quickly, John. I have very little man skills. Okay. I have a lot of uh, talking smack skills and I can talk for hours every day. Uh, but in terms of fixing and all that stuff, I am learning the hard way. And uh, which I'm, I'm blessed because, you know, it's like, it is kind of cool to be able to learn to do all these little things that I, I never really had the time for, or didn't really care for. Uh, John, we just saw recently a, a, an incredibly dark and evil judge ruling. Uh, I don't know if you saw that, that basically uh, said that Epstein's plea deal covers all the people around him and that uh, they basically aren't going to get prosecuted which to me is freaking mind-blowing. Now, I'm trying to find out the name of the judge because it may have been in there, uh, but, man, I am, I am just blown away that in this day and age where it's so obvious what is going on that we have lawyers that are just throwing out what is right and, and just basically – uh, just letting darkness I prevent. I mean, how many times have we seen judges rule in favor of corporations or, or politicians that have so obviously broken the law? It just, and now we got this, which is such dark art shit. I can't yes. believe it. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I didn't see it, uh, so I can't speak to the, the ruling. Uh, my question would be if there's an appeal and What's Can I read this to you, John, real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Despite calling, sure. here's what it said. This is from uh, uh, Julie K. Brown. Uh, her tweet is breaking. Despite calling Jeffrey Epstein's case a national disgrace, a federal appeals court has ruled Epstein's victims saying that his plea deal, which included immunity for his co-conspirators, was legally executed. The court decision two to one said the rights of crime victims do not attach to the case until a defendant, in that case Epstein, is indicted. The deal was negotiated before any indictment happened. The, major the majority wrote, despite our sympathy, Miss Wilde and the other victims like her who suffered unspeakable horrors at Epstein's case only left to be left in the dark and so seem affirmatively misled by government lawyers who we find ourselves constrained to deny their petition wild who has molested who was molested by epstein starting when she's 14 filed a 2008 uh petition to overturn epstein's non-prosecution agreement she argued that her rights and the rights of the victims were violated in the deal because the prosecutors did not follow the rules of cvr which is very interesting because i to me like a criminal trial 
and a uh, litigated trial, if that's the word I'm looking for, um, personal trial, litigate, um, seem like they're two different things, right? Mm-hmm. A lawsuit and a criminal trial seem like two Civil, completely yeah. different things that how can my plea bargain with the government cover my, my, um, my person, if I like, if the government finds me guilty of, um, government says, okay, if you give me witness testimony, I'm not going to, uh, we're not going to prosecute on domestic violence. And then somebody who I got in a fight with, let's say, um, tries to sue me that I didn't know that would cover that as well. Right. I don't know, but what about Alexander Acosta? He just, all he did was resign after he gave him that plea bargain deal. He should, he should do some time or something. All they asked him was like, why did you do that? Someone told me he was out of my pay grade and that's it. Yeah. That was the FBI. That was, um, that told him that. Yeah, obviously. But the thing is all he had to do was quit, which is he should do some time for letting obviously Jeffrey Epson just hang out for six months in jail. Well, I would, I would, uh, I'm not, I'm not against what you just said. I would argue though, that we should go back and look at the day, which Acosta gave his testimony, uh, not in court, but when he, right before he resigned, he laid out the entire sequence of events and said, I had written X, Y, and Z for recommendation. And it, and he implied that it was intercepted because what they had done in the, in the, this is how the legal system had worked. He was following a certain path and they were going to, they were going to, they were guiding him to do federal charges for which he realized that they, they couldn't convict him on. So he settled on a parallel case that was being built around him that he was unaware of in the state. If I remember this correctly, and that they were going to get him on those charges. So he dropped the federal case, went to the state, and, uh, and wrote his recommendation. It had to go to the higher-ups, and he said that there were people, he implied, that there were people at the level of attorney general and the DOJ who were manipulating that case. In other words, he was playing his role in the prosecution and weighed options as to what he wanted. Like he expressed in that press conference that he wanted to get Jeffrey Epstein convicted. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But his stated argument was, I was following my process in order to get this guy convicted. And when I weighed between the federal charges, they came in with, to me, that the higher-ups, his higher-ups came in, we've actually got a concurrent case here in the state court that we can try him on write your recommendation for this, for which we'll try him. And then it was edited after he had submitted it. And can, I, can I, Hey, Sam, can I just, I just want to add, I, I think it's important to name these people. So I'm just going to read this from that, from a Miami Herald story. Epstein's victims had hoped that federal prosecutors would prosecute Epstein's alleged accomplices identified in the agreement as Sarah Kellen Vickers, Nadia Marcinkova, Leslie Groff, and Adriana Ross. These women were accused of helping Epstein recruit, and schedule underage girls for sex. And it also mentions unnamed co-conspirators, but those, those um, are the, so it sounds like the recruiters are the ones that they well, were Well, they, they need to go. And like, dude, there's nothing more disgusting than when females throw other females under the bus. Uh, it's like, I could, unbelievable that you would do that. And like so many of these girls, like some of them are, are abused, but a lot of these girls are from very elite families, very powerful families, and this is just part of the, doing business for them. Right. And it's, it's really disgusting. Now, one thing that nobody ever talks about is who the governor of Florida at that time was, and it's no other than Mr. Jeb Bush was the governor. Jeb! Jeb, right? You remember when they, they were going to have Jeb run for president? I'm like, imagine having a president named Jeb. Is there anything more redneck than, and retarded than that? President Jeb, led by his, his presidential motorcade and monster truck, grave digger, okay? But speaking <laughs> of dicks, today's episode is brought to you by our good friends at Blue Chew, everybody. Blue Chew, American Boners by American Man. This is a show about Blue Chew. Now you can... 
increase your performance and get the extra confidence you need in the bedroom. I got two blue chew babies over there. Huh? Ghost and Ninja. Thank you, Blue Chew, for giving the future of the two ladies who are going to stop the zombie Nazi apocalypse. Okay? Ghost and Ninja. It's going to be some weird Japanese animations coming up, like, you know, the old liquid zoo shit. But now, thanks to Blue Chew, you have the first chewable uh, boner pill, the same as FDA-approved active ingredients like Viagra and Cialis. You can take it anytime, day or night. Full stomach, empty stomach, and you can it, chew it up. I personally, John, because I used to do a lot of partying back in the day and I miss it, I like to snort it up. That's who I am. It makes me feel like I'm still in the game, you know? Anytime, anywhere, and it works fast. Blue Chew is fast, easy, and enhances your performance. And, John, you know, we talked about this last time. Bill Gates want to depopulate the population. Guess what we got to do? We got to fight black. So I'm hoping my good friend, John, who is in Georgia near Chocolate City, can start banging some lovely uh, ladies, some, uh, you know, African-American ladies, and start putting out some very loving Blake Griffins who are going to fight back, okay? John, I'm going to send you a free thing of Blue Chew because you deserve it, and so do those hot black chicks that you live near, okay? Blue Chew, prescribed online. By licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor, office, or in line. And guess what? Gets shipped to you in a discreet package. Not mine. I want it with balloons and fireworks when it shows up. So everyone on the block knows that my girl is about to get rocked, okay? So this is what you guys are going to do right now. We got a special offer for a deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get the first shipment free. And when you use the special, when you use special, special promo code HAT, or tinfoil. And after that, you just pay $5 shipping. That's a blue chew. It works so good. How good does it work over there, lady? Fucking awesome. That's from a chick who got some blue chew action, okay? So go to bluechew.com, use the promo code HAT or tinfoil and support the show. Thank you, Blue Chew, for being American in its time of need. John, let's get back to what we're talking about here. Yeah. Let's get serious. Enough of the yeah. fun, enough of the paying the bills. John, we are seeing unprecedented uh, 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 information getting out to the yeah. point that they can't even control it anymore. We see, right. uh, we see episodes, we see movies like uh, Out of the Shadows. We see movies like The Fall of the Cabal. We see movies like uh, uh, Pedogate 2020. And yet, there are some people that refuse to look into it. What do you think that is, John? Why do you think people are so resistant to hearing the truth? I think that what most of us in our lives come along into is we have to have our own lived experiences, our own. In other words, you can't just walk up to somebody and say, hey, did you know, you know, you don't live in, you live in a false reality. Well, what does that mean to them? They have to come in at, at their own, their own understanding, their own reference. You, you, it's like, it's like what good marketing does. It takes the familiar and ties it to the unfamiliar. It kind of brings, brings over like a bridge. So if you're just dropping information on people that they have no reference to, because they're understanding, for example, I, I mean, I'm, this is just a symptom or a, a anecdotal thing, but like on meetup, they're doing uh, one of the meetups here is doing a virtual online uh, streaming of the, the World Health Organization, One World, with all of Hollywood celebrities led by Lady Gaga. And they tweeted that out the other day, you know, with her in the claws, and, yeah. you know, the one-inch claws and all this. These are people that are tied to Marina Abrovich, uh, spirit cooking, you know, satanic worship, uh, Microsoft, Bill Gates. They, but they don't have any reference to that, right? So if you come, it, it's like if, it's like what happened to me. I mean, I can only kind of relate to what I saw three, four years ago before I was kind of awake, sort of. But people were talking about occult symbolism and Satanism in Hollywood. Now, here, here's me having been in Hollywood for 20 years up till now. And I knew there was wicked people there. I had met them. I knew there were sick people there, mentally sick, functional, young women who were I mean, gorgeous looking and had really fucked up ideas in their head. I mean, I remember one girl, I'm just, just a little tangent, but 
I remember one girl that I met at a host, she was a host at a party. She was working at a weed shop on Melrose and talked to me about a plan that her and her girlfriend were discussing. This is a 22 year old young woman. Her and her girlfriend were talking about a, a plan for fun to go out to Las Vegas, hire a stripper and kill her and bury her body in the desert. And it wasn't like, you know, it was like, oh, I'm just kidding. It was like, yeah, you know, don't you get John, it? How hot was she? How, at what, uh, did you go, man, that's crazy, but man, she's hot. Uh, well, my, I went like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Murder is me. a boner killer. Murder <laughs> well, is definitely I mean, a boner come killer. come on. You know, it's like you contemplate that shit. This is coming out of somebody who thinks and feels this way. And the deeper part of it. I mean, this is just because of my own work that I've done on myself and learned about child abuse is that that's, she's talking about herself. She's talking about a worthless person that no one, a person that no one will care for or miss. That's what she thinks from her mind. And that that girl is stupid enough because it's, there's just a darkness, like, you can't conceive of this stuff because most people are relatively healthy. And so, you know, occult symbolism and all of that. And it's just like, you know, Madonna satanic. Well, well, yeah, look at it. Yeah. She's lost it too. You know, she's and, lost and, I mean, it. she's the queen bee of that shit. And it's like, and it's like, you know, you tell, I mean, I have a friend of mine, dude, who's been with me for 10 years, has watched all of my movies, has reviewed them. We're no longer friends anymore because she refuses. It wasn't so much. I just finally had to cut her loose. I mean, I was like going, look at this. Look at what Madonna. She has a PhD, Sam. She can think. She can be in the system. And she's totally so she's supposedly woke and awake and all that. And I don't care about her political beliefs at all. She refuses to see the real evil that's out there and who's committing it. She keeps sending me stuff on Trump and Epstein. I'm just like, okay, yes. Well, John, John, real quick, I want to address that point because it's a big point. I tell people the truth is it's either 2010 or 2012. Any picture that happens before that is irrelevant, and I'll tell you why. Because that the the moment that Epstein is arrested in Florida – That was done by Trump, regardless of whatever anybody wants to tell you. And if it is a PSYOP, it's the deepest PSYOP ever done in the history of time. But the truth is that he initiates that that arrest because they wanted to they were they were at war over a business deal that Trump had backdoored Epstein on because Epstein believed that Trump was cash poor and couldn't afford that. That thing, and so when you saw when Trump was running, what was the big thing they were pushing? Release your taxes, release your taxes, because they know to Trump that's something he cares about. And I, I like again, I, I we I was just talking to somebody the other day, and anyone can say whatever they want. I mean, I get called a Republican all the time. I bash George Bush Senior. I bash George Bush Junior. I bash Reagan, Nixon. I bash them all. The only thing I say is there's things that that Trump does that I like. And one thing that I don't care what you say, he's done this he's this he's gone to war with this specific cabal called ball or whatever you guys want to call it. So this is real and I do believe that there could be something that at one point he was cash poor. I mean, yeah. and that's why he got so angry. So Again, I'm into this non-linear war stuff right now. People are getting sick of me saying it, but it's like I believe all things can be true. I want to yes, and I want to I want to say, you know, because everybody goes back to Trump flew on Epstein's plane, not the one that went down to Lolita Island. Bill Gates is on that flight manifest, the one that went to Lolita Island. There is a plane marking on that plane that was traced back to DynCorp and CIA has been going down there for years and it wasn't built right away. The the plane that Trump flew on was in 1997. There was a flight log for that. And that was from uh, somewhere in Florida to New Jersey. And it was with two other people, two wealthy other individuals on there 
Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell were on that plane supposedly, but it was given in testimony in court by Jeffrey Epstein's brother. And nothing was witnessed. No one has ever witnessed Trump doing anything, never going to that island, never going. This is 1997. Now, I'm not, I don't have to argue for the guy. I don't have to defend the guy. I don't have to come up with a, a speculative reason. But let me be very clear. There is documented evidence from a court case in Florida in 2008 with the lawyer coming out on camera and saying to the interviewer, Donald Trump was the only one who came forward and gave us information without us having to do anything. He was the only one that we had gone to and he offered to do whatever he could to help us catch this guy. That was in 2008. Those okay, are facts. Okay, so it was 2008. Yeah, anything around then, the hand of God, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, the truth is, it's like, you know, like, John, you, live in, you lived in L.A. I live in L.A. We all live in L.A., right? You're going to eventually be, have your picture taken with some, somebody who ends up being a scumbag. I had my picture taken with Colin Powell in 2006. Right? So, okay. and then they get these assholes who like, oh, look at this picture. Look who he's hanging out with. It's like, I'm sorry. I just meet more interesting people. Yeah, some <laughs> of them are interesting for bad reasons, but it's like, it just doesn't make, I like, dude, I hang at the comedy store. You know, it's just like you're going to run by somebody that's into some shady shit. And you can go to a Taco Bell on Hollywood Boulevard and be like some scumbag worked there at some point. It's you just the way in, it is. You could be at now. You can fucking be in the background with Giselle Maxwell. You still get drilled for being for working at the Standard. Yeah, yeah. It's so stupid. Dude, and then like... Dude, I used to... I'll tell you straight up. I used to go to the Standard all the time in downtown almost every day and have a drink or a smoke outside when I was smoking for years, for like eight years. I didn't do any shit over there. It makes no sense. It's like people are connecting the, the dumbest dots. And it's like, there's actually a saying for that when you start finding patterns where they are. And I, I, I think their passion is great. I, I it's, like, it's just misguided. You know, yeah. there's just so many people out there right now that are just like attacking the wrong targets. Yeah. Like John no, is, is a, yeah. John is doing this from his car. I'm doing this from my house when I'm watching two kids. Like like if you want to sit there and say, "Oh, Sam worked at the, at the at the Standard Hotel." I worked there till I was about 33 years old. I'm 47 right now. I didn't start making money in my life till I was 44 years old. Like who sells their soul and then is broke for 10 years? <laughs> so true. So it just true. Makes no, and what did I get out of it? A Except podcast. Scientology. Then I got a podcast. Friend. I got a, a friend of mine, Johnny, that won't let me meet his fucking girlfriend. That's supposedly hot. Like, what kind of power is that to sell your soul for? It makes no sense. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I've been doing some podcasts recently, and there is a tension, obviously, rising, and it's palpable. People are confused they're upset they are fearful they don't know what to believe and who to trust um it's going to take very courageous loving people who are not looking to find revenge in the ignorant and the programmed um all of this and what we're trying to do is to plant those seeds. Everything that you've done in talking to your friends and family, everything that you've sent to them, now is not the time to admonish them or make them feel inferior because they're already dealing with those feelings inside. You're only going to amplify them. And I, and I mean this in all sincerity to the people who can hear what I'm trying to say is that now is the time to unite for humanity in the spirit of love that is real, not by virtue signaling, not by telling people what to do, what to think, how to feel, what they should or shouldn't think. Express yourself honestly and move on. Because those who want to believe in the hatred and the fear and find imagined enemies out there, real or perceived, are going to do so anyway. And the only thing that you can let them do is express it and hopefully they don't get violent, but if they do, they're going to be met with the law, period. Right or left? Dude, we're at a time where it's not about 
whether you're a liberal or a Democrat, a Republican, conservative, independent, green, Sanders, this, that, and the other. Either you are coming to the foreground to meet in the middle with some of your fellow human beings, or you're going to stay on the extreme edge and you're going to be morally righteous and, and, and take on society. You want to destroy things. And it takes, no, it takes the same amount of effort to destroy as it does to create. Yep. That's yep. the time we're in. Right now, you got a guy up there, whether you like him or not, whether you think he's a good man or not, he is the mirror who is pointing right back at you and reflecting to you what you wish to see. And all I can say is Trump is the contradiction to their contradiction. He's the, he is the lie to the lie. And the only thing that can come through after that is the truth. You ask the question. Do I have to take a side? Fuck no, you don't have to take a side. What is true? Has the World Health Organization been an ethical organization or has it not? Has it lied to us or has it not? It doesn't require me to believe in Donald Trump or believe Nancy Pelosi or hate both of them to know what is true about that. The guy who ran it, John, used to be like part of this like Marxist communist like guerrilla organization yeah, a, a that guerrilla, killed people. A guerrilla organization. This is documented fact for anybody who wants to look it up. And I understand why people don't because we're so impulsive and we're only taught. Look, the media, let me just say this. Brian Cates at Drawn Strike has got a fantastic thread out there and I will send it to you, Sam, so you can put it in the video. He lays out these Marxists and they're not just Marxist in ideology alone. But what the media has become is exactly what Marxism has become in the postmodern era, a reframing of historical facts in real time. They have controlled the narrative so long by just shifting it, shifting it constantly. I'll give you one example. During the primary of the Democrats, this last one, before yep. Joe Biden surged ahead, in yeah. South Carolina, because of James Clyburn coming out and endorsing him within 72 hours. He, a guy who didn't have less, he had less than a million dollars in his bank account and spent less than a million dollars in any state that he won in a landslide. James Clyburn's endorsement from South Carolina echoed throughout the land, changed the minds of tens of millions of voters in the Democrat primary who had seen Joe Biden in 10 debates prior. And I what, agree, what dude. it, and what I think it happened is John, this, I think we're week, looking at it. It's just fake as fuck, to be the honest. The week before, MSNBC is talking about Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Bloomberg's got the cash, man. He's got the ads. He's rising in the polls. Then they said the following day that Bloomberg, black vote starting to shift to Bloomberg. This is one week before South Carolina. The black vote. This is MSNBC, dude. You can go out there and find the clips. They were saying that the black vote was shifting to Bloomberg. Al Sharpton's up there going, well, he said all the, you know, the stop and frisk, but he's really contrite. And all it's all bullshit. All of all them bullshit. are criminals. I think all, all of them are, are criminals. Bullshit. All of them. All of them. Whether they know it or not, they are playing into a system to deceive you for their corporate advertisers, for to control the system. They are going out right now. Okay. I just want to, I want to drive this point home for the people listening. Contact distancing is the new buzzword that the mainstream is putting out there. And yesterday on MSNBC, I'm hearing one of the doctors that they bring on talking about, well, we don't even have an ability to test everybody. 350 million Americans. Why? Why do they want to do this? Because contact, contact contact with anybody that has been exposed to the virus could be a potential carrier and therefore they want to know who you've come in contact with why because if you follow the who's guidelines as of two weeks ago now that we've first done social distancing now we've done self-quarantine and stay shelter and house the who is recommending that we go door to door house to house to find those who've been exposed so that we can 
isolate and quarantine family members because it's spreading among family members now. And do and what does that do? Did you see this? Once you get all that data and all that out there and the fear propagated to keep this shit going, they're going to get the vaccination ID so that you can't go back to work until you've been vaccinated and you can't have a job until you've been vaccinated. Fuck every single one of these motherfuckers. Yep. Wake up, you dumb asses. Wake up. And everyone's response is like, oh, if it's not real, why? nobody's saying it's not real. Nobody. I get, I'm getting tweets all the time because all of these hospitals are closing down. I don't care what anybody tells you. I'm getting word that streets are talking. People are hitting me up day after day. Ten people are like, dude, I work at this hospital. They cut down all the hours. And then everyone's like, oh, well, they're, they're, um, they're, 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 they're reassigning and they're like cutting. St-. I'm like, no, dude, if, if you are getting so overwhelmed, you would pull staff from one a part of the hospital that isn't doing well and pull them into the a part of the hospital that is getting overran. But you're not doing it because you're not seeing people, dude. And it's just dark arts. Are people dying? Yeah. yeah. Nobody's saying that. Everyone just keeps holding on to that. New York City has been hit infinitely harder than everybody else. One of every four cases is out of New York, okay? And, dude, guess what happens out of New York? A lot of tastemakers, a lot of social, very, very, very popular social people are out of New York. So we're hearing about this this thing that is affecting an area that isn't the entire country, and nobody's not being sympathetic to loss. I lost Brody Stevens last year. It took me almost a year to, like a year, a half a year to get over it. Like, did not think about it all the time. I'm never going to be over it, but did not think about it, right? I mean, the, every loss is a super tragedy. Nobody's saying that, but this guy just tweeted me. It's like, freedom stops when we start losing people. Uh-uh. Freedom goes all the time. Dude. Have you been all the time. Yeah. Eddie Bravo, you guys got to follow Eddie Bravo. He's got how many 10th planets? He's got like 100 throughout the whole city. He's got all his gym members, all his jujitsu guys recording the hospitals in their hometown, showing you how empty they are. Yeah. That's a lot of – that's 100 schools. That's He's a got 100 fight people. club's worth yeah. of people. Then there's there, nothing going on. No, there's a new study that just came out today by Stanford. And this was tweeted out. I forgot the name of the person, but it, it, you'll find it. They found out that more people have been infected. Now, this is true. This was, first of all, if you go to the reporting of Tracy Bean, she did, she used the CDC's own data and found out that this, this thing was here in November. It was here in November. Okay. They hid it from everybody. We'll find out a lot of this shit later. doesn't matter. What I want to say is more people have been infected with this thing than previously known, but that the mortality rates that they claimed were were actually dozens of times less. So it really doesn't kill as many people as they said it would. Do you remember now, the last – oh, go ahead. No, no, it's okay. Go ahead. I was going to say, do you remember the last thing that, that was on the news before the coronavirus? The only thing that stopped it was the Kobe Bryant death. Yeah, that I mean, Kobe, and then, yeah, man, it was not good. Well, and then, and then, uh, like, the Joe Biden was dying. This took care of that. And, and dude, it's like, the death, I mean, dude, some people just go, uh, 40,000 deaths in the United States. When, when article after article, nurse after nurse, Family member after family member comes out going, they're taking my my family member's death and saying it's a COVID death yes. when it yes. wasn't a COVID death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 blowing up the numbers. Um, I can't I can't say with certainty where and why and all that, but there have been multiple people and even people that I know firsthand who have had friends come to them and say they report my father's death in the newspaper who died of something completely different as COVID-19. So that's anecdotal. It doesn't matter. We're going to get through this time. And here's why. Donald Trump for three weeks now has been talking about hydroxychloroquine, right? For which all you need to know is that the media said, this is going to kill everybody. He wants to kill everybody. He's, he's playing doctor. This is total bullshit. 
if you listen to any of his press conferences, he says very clearly, no, I want doctors to prescribe it to the people that need it. We're also doing over 40 clinical trials right now with antiviral antibodies. Now, what does that mean? We have a pill with zinc that costs 10 cents a piece. The one that the mainstream media wants to promote is $1,000 a pill. Unbelievable. And it's one manufacturer when there are multiple manufacturers here. We have antivirals that are being used from people who have already had the virus, so they're using their blood and their plasma to create the antivirals. So what do you have? You have a front of prevention with antiviral, antibody, and treatment with hydroxychloroquine. Boris Johnson was in the ICU and came back from the ICU within four, five days. We haven't heard why yet. Well, we're going to find out this, this guy in the White House, the reason why they hate him so much, and the reason I, I can tell you one definitive moment, there was one definitive moment during this time when he played back to them their own I words. I love that, dude. Johnny, did you see that when he played back that video of him just, yeah. of like, it was just a compilation of like the, the media saying one thing, like, oh, this isn't a big deal. Stop. Dude, Trump's trying to make this a big deal. Then it was all the governors going, oh, he's doing a great job. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, because they they know the numbers. They know how many people are waking up in this country. When you can have people go to Michigan, go to Minnesota like today, and they're doing peaceful protests. Peaceful. Peaceful protests. Because they've had enough. And I'm going to say this. He's giving us, if, if the government, I'm talking about the federal government, the United States military government was against the people right now, you would know immediately. State government and police, three sheriffs. I'm going to tell you this. This is just the beginning, guys. Three sheriffs in Michigan stood up to Whitmer and said, we're not fucking obeying your authority. We're not going to go and start arresting. Yeah, and I then mean, she, Virginia and then she did retracted. the same thing. Virginia. Retracted. This is about the people having to stand up for what they believe in is right to do, not violently and not attacking another group of citizens. This I is the time we're in. FISA just came out. Lindsey Graham, while everybody was asleep last night, dropped the Carter Page memos, the disclosure of FISA. It's begun. He has a website up there that you can actually go. Lindsey Graham, who I don't think is a, a decent person. That I know fucking that queen. I, <laughs> I think he's, you know, I don't know what he is. I, I think, think he's, he's a puppet. That's been why a I know what he is. Well, I know, but, but it doesn't matter what I, 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 I think. I will say. what I fucking think of the guy or I how think I feel about him. He's a sick fan. Johnny? Is he dropped the beginning of the FISA, the disclosure. And what's going to happen is they've already found out that what the FBI said when they started surveillance in the fall, I mean, nobody remembers this shit, but they started the surveillance in the fall of 2016. They actually started earlier in the summer. We have confirmation of that now. So we've been, so the folks brings up some good points. I think we focus too much on D's and R's and we don't yes. really get into like globalists because you know what, dude, like Obama, and, and, and I'm telling you, there's never going to be a bigger fall politically than Obama, okay? But Obama is just a continuation of the Bushes who are just, you know, who had Clinton doing this. So that Bush to Obama time, and you could probably throw Reagan in there because Reagan was just the face. Like Reagan to me is the same as George Bush Jr., and Dick mm -hmm. Cheney was running it. That's why I think about George Bush Sr. being vice president. So from Reagan all the way to, in my opinion, to Obama, you had this one cabal, okay, cabal, whatever you guys want, uh, who basically running the show. And so when we go off on Obama, 100%. When we go off on Hillary, 100%. But let's not forget George Bush Sr., George Bush Jr., 
Dick Cheney and those fucking neocons were like rape all behind that 9-11 stuff. Now, Joe Biden and John Brennan is right in there, dude. Like that guy is treason. Like we haven't, I mean, like right up there with Benedict Arnold, like by letting those 19 hijackers in, if even that was real, meaning not saying that they weren't here, but that that's part of the story. Cause it could easily be a modern day uh, operation Northwood where they just flew a drone into that shit. Just like they wanted to do the Cuba. That's Sam speaking, not John, but that whole group of players right there, they're 100% globalists. R's and D's are just masks to those people. In my oh, this is all theater, man. This is all theater for us. I think that's – the facade is coming off. It's, it can't be ripped off because you're talking about ripping off, of a, you know, ripping off a scab. You can't do it quickly. You have to do it in steps because you and I – I mean, we have the – I want to say privilege, but we have the – whether we're 100% right or not is not the issue – we have the insight to know that what we're seeing is bullshit. And for all the other, I guess, maybe your eyes call them normies out there, um, who are decent people at their core, they're not wanting to hate you and hate me. And they'd have to be told to do that, right? And, and so at the final analysis, what it means is that we have to do a slow walk disclosure to people so that it becomes self-evident not to rip the mask off reality and go, see, look at all this shit behind the curtain, how horrible it is and what's going on. You want to talk about a collective freak out. That would just be like all of a sudden shutting down the matrix and going, okay, guys, you're on your own, figure it out. There's no reference to anything. It's like, whoa, what are you talking about? Lady Gaga being part of a satanic cult and Madonna and, and they, they have a transgender agenda to, to program our children so that they, 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 that it's part of the transhuman. I mean, you could start sounding crazy. So you got to do it in little bite-sized chunks, everybody. And I guess what I wish to tell people is we're transitioning to a new time. I, and I don't, and I'm not, this is a bigger moment than Trump himself. And I think he I knows agree. that. And, and, they, and they know that. They can see the online activity of people. But we're not, we are going to have to, the only way out is that there has to be justice and there has to be peace because if people engage on a level where they're hitting each other in the streets and attacking each other, that's exactly what these sons of bitches want because they want, I, I've heard their message so clearly, even two weeks ago, societal collapse. That's the exact phrase that they've been using on MSNBC, societal collapse. Oh, they can't stop talking about it either. And, and let me tell you, they want it so badly because they want it to go viral online. John, real quick, I know you're on a roll. I just want to also say that, you know, it's being pushed really hard right now. Oh, the, the food chain supply is breaking yes. down. Oh, yes. what are you talking about? Dude, has someone blown up a road I don't know about? Has there been a terrorist attack on farms I don't know about? What you're doing is 100% stopping it from coming out. You're Once again, you have this group of people who are just forcing chaos. Dude, the shutdown. Yeah. Listen, dude, if you want to uh, protect your grandparents from this thing, yeah. I get it, but there's people who need the work, so let people work. You're trying to tell us food's not coming? Why? Where has there been an attack on a farm or a road that I need to know about that the food can't get out? Mexicans are still the, working on the farms. Mexicans are still picking fruit. I don't. They still. No, what, everyone's still ordering food. I don't know what they're talking about. The the shortage. Yeah, it's they're, bullshit. What they're doing it is bullshit because what what farmers are doing is they're dumping their because they don't have enough. Uh, avenues or channels for which to distribute like they did with restaurants. But here's, here's the issue that's coming in. And it remains to be seen if it does actually happen, but there was $15.3 billion of one of those bills that was passed allocated to farmers to redistribute and redirect their food to food banks. Yeah. That, that actually was put into law. That was signed into law. It remains to be seen. I have a, I have a sibling of mine who works in a food bank. I'm, I asked her to tell me if you're hearing about, you know, what you're hearing. She's going to go work it this weekend, and she has friends there. 
But I just read that article. It just came out and Sonny Perdue was on television talking about, no, we, we have allocated to our local farmers and our agricultural business $15.3 billion in redistribution of that food to move it away because they were dumping milk. They were dump- like stuff was rotting. They're talking about beef shortages. I'm not sure about all of that. What I do know is that we need to put the food in the hands of the And if we do that, all of the bullshit, all of the lies, all of the fear begins to dissipate in people because there's actually somebody or someone who cares enough to understand that you can't starve people. You can't fear fear monger people to death because that's literally what's happening. We have a mental health crisis in this country not just because of COVID, but because we've always had a mental health crisis growing in this country with drug addiction, with five, one out of every five Americans is on an antidepressant. You have record suicides among veterans and those with PSD yes. and homelessness. These are the real issues that are going on. And look at the going on the television. They're not bringing, Bill Maher, fuck him. If he wants to have real talk, bring on real Americans on your show, not these paid political pundits who are paid to be on his show to espouse talking points, whether believers or deceivers. They're giving scripted lines about what we need to do. Give on Joe America on that fucking show and talk about what's really going on in this country and the hurt and the pain and where we need to direct our love and our care for our Americans, our fellow human beings on this planet. If you're, if you're, listen, man, I, I, I was about to make. I'm a taking statement. the Care Bear conspiracy. Dude, you know, I mean, look how look how angry he is. Yet yeah, look how lovable he is. It's like the weirdest, like lovable rage I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like I hate you while he's hugging you the whole time. Um, uh, it's just like a lot of these people that are just yelling and screaming, "Stay home, stay home." Uh, a lot of it to me is like rich kids, dude. It's rich kids. Listen, man, nobody's saying you should go out and then just like just make out with a homeless person and then what, which is probably be safer because are homeless people getting hit with this? I never hear of any us, us losing all these homeless people, but it's like I'm not saying go out there and then just you know, like grind on grandma. Listen, if you have some elderly people, you have to take precautions, okay. Because this yeah. hits them way harder than everybody else. But the, the, the ramifications of not working, the ramifications of businesses not coming back. The, the, like, dude, like, let's say you're like 50. You're at, a, you're at a job at 50, 55, and your business shuts down. Where are you going to go? You're, you're, you're shutting down businesses that may never be able to come back. And it's very that, are true. Employee, that are employing career employees that, like, can't just shift to another gig. And it's just like, this is all purposeful. I'm telling you, it's yes, not it being is. done out of precautions. It's being done purposefully for the intent of creating chaos. So we beg for police state and we beg for surveillance and we Absolutely. beg for like mandatory vaccinations. That's you could never pull any of this shit you. off. You could never pull off any of this shit without a crisis. Period. The thing is, John, is like they they did this, and for whatever reason, it's um, it's it, 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 they did it at a time, and I don't think it's hit. Now, somebody yesterday told me they think Bill Gates is being thrown under the bus, like he is the face, and he's being thrown under the bus. But I think he's the guy behind all of this, and yeah. like something came out that Doctor Fukuku Kachi Kuchi, whatever his name is, that that dude is um. That he he's got a, a his organization stands to make a billion dollars off of some Bill Gates stuff. We got to vet that. Uh, but it's like that's 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 business as usual. There's a uh, there is a story that just came out about a company that was filing bankruptcy that just got fifty five million dollars. And like, who owns that company? I guarantee you, a name's gonna pop up that you're gonna be like, oh, of course that guy owns that company. It's like right. it's it's just. It's it's just corruption and dark arts. I don't know if you've ever. seen uh, Bill Gates' Instagram. Holy fuck. People are going oh, at him getting hard. M- 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 oh, millions of people. 200,000 no. uh, straight comments on one post. 
on just yeah. telling them to get the fuck out of here. You you should get arrested. Mandatory vaccines. They're going ham. I've never seen. Oh no, this is this like is that. a new time, guys. There's yeah. a battle coming, and it's it's here now. But it's it's gonna it's not gonna abate. Once people make up their minds emotionally inside, it's a, it's a life decision. And they're never going to trust this guy ever again. He, the thing that most people don't know is that he was heavily, heavily connected to Jeffrey Epstein in funding. Not, not by a picture, which everybody's like, oh, guilt by association. No, he worked with Jeffrey Epstein associates who had been with Jeffrey Epstein for over 10 to 15 years and had meetings with him that would last hours. Yeah, I mean, like, he, he isn't he part of the, the people who got... At least one time. Are, are part I, of his trustee of his estate? At this point, and this was after Jeffrey Epstein had already been convicted, by the way, in 2008. Yeah, so I know, yeah, he's still hanging out with This guy is him. a serial killer with a messiah complex. That's who Jeffrey Epstein is. If you want to know more about it, go to corydiggs.com. She's got a four-part series. She's doing a book on this guy. Well, his AIDS, the AIDS fund alone that he was a part of, just all ties to the Glo Clinton Global Initiative. This is, this is public information. It's just not given to the people. And he takes a look under the hood just a little bit. You go, this is indefensible. This it's shit indef is indefensible. It's like, the I don't care what India, you think The shit about he did in Africa. The lawsuits that were filed because people were dying over his experimental vaccination programs. What they do in third world countries, they are setting up. That is the incubator for what they want 100%. to import into the industrialized nations to kill us all and present it like they do right now. Let's go for it, guys. We need a vaccination. So my cousin, like I have one side of my family that's incredibly good looking, right? Like you're like, how are you even on? My family tree. They're like stunningly good looking people, right? My whole family's oh, wow. gorgeous. I love my family. I, I'm not saying anyone in my family's not. They're all beautiful people. But there's yeah. one group that's like supermodel good looking, right? And uh uh, you know, they're you know, I I promoted my my cousin's uh, muffins, but I have one of my cousins, like she's one of those, she's she's like traveled the world and you know, she's she has her own brand where she helps like influence and stuff and She's, she was telling me that her, she has a friend who lives out of country who's been sending her all these uh, stories because what's going on right now, dude, is Google is not letting certain stories into the United States. And in particular, one of the stories is that Bill Gates's, um, his vaccine, when it was used in India, instantly killed like eight kids, instantly. Mm -hmm. And we can't get that info so when my cousin sent it to me okay and i ended up posting it uh to twitter everybody went nuts because they couldn't find the article because they're not allowing you to get those articles in the united states john i want to keep you but i also know you gotta go yeah. like talking to you for an hour just flies we'll have to do part two on this in a couple weeks when we find out yeah. What's going on? So John's <laughs> going to jump off. All of us can stay on for a little while. Yeah. Um, John, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on. And uh, I super appreciate you. I appreciate all of you. And what you guys are doing is helping a lot of people. And um, I just want to leave this parting note. The most important thing that anybody can do at this time is not be afraid and speak what you know to be true. Don't need to try to round up everybody and convince them and argue with them. Just put it out there, what you think is true, and ask the question. Ask the question. How is this possible? See the cognitive dissonance. You see the contradiction. Ask the question that breaks through the two and just says, which of these two things is true? Ask the question. Let people, the question is what gets people to begin to think for themselves, to become a free thinker. You don't need to be forceful about it. You could do it in your own way. You know your people best. But that's what we need right now. We need people who are thinking for themselves, not responding and reacting in fear anymore. Because these monsters, what they know how they have to do this thing is they have to amplify the fear in order to keep going, to keep getting you to buy in. 
And that's exactly the progression of every single one of these things. We are never coming back to this time again unless we let it happen again. We are never going to be, there will never be another time like there is now to take back your sovereign birthright as a human being on this planet with all of your flaws, all of your imperfections. It is what makes us an amazing group of humans in, on this planet at this time. We're all here for a purpose. Or we're not. Yeah, or we're Take not. Take a look at what the dark arts people want you to believe. You're nothing without their material goods. You're nothing without what they think. John, here's my opinion on the whole thing. You know, whether it's Q, whether it's whatever. Uh, I, nothing's real. It's only perception. And what you perceive becomes real. And there's an army of truth out there. And they all believe it. And you know what they believe in? Hope. I don't know. It's so interesting how people get politicized and pick one side or the other. And they just, they make fun of people who want hope. They, 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 they ridicule those who are fighting for their own hopes and dreams and opportunities in the future. Uh, yes, there's been a history of racism. Yes, there's been a history of bigotry in the past. But you know what? The more and more people waking up, we are more alike than we are different. And I think right. people need to understand that, dude, that, that like, look at the, if you think Hillary would have been better, ask yourself, would, would Jeffrey Epstein ever been fucking arrested? Would, would we have ever would known about him? Jeffrey Epstein alone? None of it. Look at so, where we would be now with the new world order agenda being fully implemented. So people would be going, people would want, pounded up and be going to jail if you didn't consent. He's John Paul Rice. John, tell them where they can find you real quick. No restrictions on Twitter. No restrictions on Instagram. Uh, you can find my website at norestrictionsent.com. You can look us up, No Restrictions Entertainment. You can go to our website, find any one of our movies. You can stream it for free on Amazon Prime. Most importantly, share our stuff everywhere. We've got to get the word out. If you feel moved by any one of our movies, especially A Child's Voice, which deals specifically with human trafficking of children by networks and satanic pedophiles, do it today. Let your heart shine and make the world a better place from within. Thank you, John. May you get tons of fat black ass, brother. You deserve all of it. <laughs> all right, guys. I'm going to end it here. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for tuning in. And, uh, you know, the show's only getting better. John is one of many great guests we have coming up. Thank you guys so much for your support. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in. And I will see you again soon. Take care. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning.